Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. Yo, 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 yo. What up, what up? Welcome to episode 40 of the fight podcast the weekly combat sports and culture podcast i'm serge vicente and we have a great show for you today but before i jump into that remember the fight podcast is brought to you each and every week by sage eats sage eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring sign up for sage eats at sageeatschicago.com apply promo code fight for 20 percent off your first three months remember to follow the fight podcast on all social media platforms at the fight podcast and follow me at serge vicente support the show by checking me out on the website thefightpodcast.com we're on on iTunes and SoundCloud, subscribe, listen, rate, and purchase merch today. Yeah, welcome again, good people, to episode 40 of the Fight Podcast. Man, 40 episodes deep, and we're just getting started, man. We have a great show today. Today, and today, I had the pleasure of speaking with T. Edwards. T is one of the most dynamic young fighters you will find. This lightweight prospect exploded onto the scene this past summer when he just completely ran through his opponent and earned the first round devastating KO on the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. You guys are going to love this convo. T is one of the coolest dudes I've ever come across in MMA. We know about his KO streak. But we're also going to talk about his time in the military, his family, and of course, his upcoming first official UFC match, which is actually next weekend. So obviously, I appreciate his time while he's getting ready for camp and get ready for his fight. With all of that being said, enjoy my convo with this lightweight monster, T. Edwards. Enjoy. Hey. Yo, yo, T. What's good, man? What's up, boss? How you doing? Bro, maintaining, man, maintaining. Yo, th- thank you for coming on, bro, man. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. Dude, man, I know we've been going back and forth over the last couple bit, but, uh, but man, yeah, I, I really, like I said, I'm happy to finally have you on, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, boss. Thank you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, man. Well, look, check it out, bro. I, I, know, I know you're busy, man, but first and foremost, yo, I, I'm a fan, man. Y- you have, I mean, six and one... And you find a way to just, I mean, you say you're a wrestler. I mean, I've seen the pics on IG, but. <laughs> you say you're I, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, you're knocking everybody dead in the first round. So, uh, <laughs> look, yeah. really, really quick, man, because I do want to get into kind of uh, more so of you before I, like I said, but obviously I got to jump into the fight stuff first, man. You know, I got Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Dude, you you have just an incredible wrestling base. Mm-hmm. How 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 do you feel your your striking has transitioned? Because dude, all your wins are are by like first round knockout. Um, and it's funny when you when I look at you compete, and when I first started watching, like I said, I first started watching um like stuff like like what is it like two years ago, like on Flow Combat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and when you first see you move, you're like, okay, he he looks like a wrestler, but your style your movement doesn't equate to what i think most people look at is like oh no that's that's a wrestler you know yeah, yeah you're really refluid really with your movements um what would you attribute uh, attribute to that um a lot of it's athleticism a lot of just observing different styles over the years that i kind of want to emulate um guys that i saw who were very successful strikers or wrestlers that uh transitioned very well into striking um because you don't want to be that stereotypical. That's kind of the downfall of wrestlers is they're kind of like flat-footed, heavy-handed. Yeah. But, you know, they're not very agile, which is kind of the the, the downside, mm-hmm. you know, to you know that discipline of, of wrestling. Um, but you see the guys that are athletic and are allowed on their feet, they're real dangerous because coming from, you know, wrestling with that strong, powerful hips and those quick explosions from, like, close distances or, or further distances, um, when those guys are able to move around freely – pop in pop out and then you know explode on you real quick they're really really hard matchups really hard to kind of gauge and time it Mm -hmm. and you see those those big knockouts from guys like you know tyron or like chad mendez you know like like Kendrick's koshchev like guys that all the wrestlers you see that were athletic and could move on their feet were just putting guys away you know with minimal effort so yeah i think i was gonna do it well dude yeah i mean you figured it out i'm not gonna stunt i mean i will say this you also train with one of the best teams in the world mm-hmm. i mean you have i mean john crouch is holding it down obviously you have benson and everybody over there um yeah. how do you feel like their tutelage has kind of helped you and also just i mean who have you noticed like yourself if anything you know have you like made your style after or have you like kind of developed your style around um I mean, well, the first one, uh, the tutelage of having, you know, Crouch and then all the guys there, they it just really exploits any you know, like weaknesses you might have in your game. So right. where I think a lot of guys from like smaller gyms or who really don't have the training partners, uh, you can kind of get away with a lot. There's a lot of you know holes that you're just unaware of because no one has really exploited it and it hasn't been brought to the light until you run into somebody, you know, in the octagon who, you know, who brings that out and then, you know, it costs you the fight. Mm. But when you're at practice and you got, you know, 10, 20, 30 guys that just, you know, at the high level, they really expose any little tiny things that you might need to fix in your game. So you get those looks uh, during practice. So you're able to adjust and accommodate yourself. So, yeah. you know, a couple of years of being there. Now, you, you know where all your holes are. You know where your strengths are, your weaknesses are. You get like a really honest gauge of where you need to be and what you need to work on mm-hmm. without that false sense of security. Um, in terms of like who I want to emulate, when I first started, um, I was a big fan of Leoto Machida. You know uh-huh. how he fought. Uh, I thought he had his style uh, had a lot of longevity to it. Like he didn't get yes. hit a lot. He mm-hmm. put guys down. He was real efficient with his movement. Uh, he could grapple. He could you know do his inside trips and stuff. You know to do the wrestling. Mm-hmm. But he was just real accurate, real precise. Um, guys like Chad Mendez, like I said, right, he, right. similar build, wrestler, athletic. Um, I thought I could, you know, use a lot of his stuff because I was seeing, you know, his success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and dude, you can see your like you. I can actually, and it's funny you saying that. I'm just 
picturing it now and I'm like oh I can see those influences but Mm -hmm. you know I mean again you utilize so many different things because you do have that explosive like in and out and I think that does attribute it from you know that wrestling because I mean just closing the distance and I think you Mm -hmm. definitely catch a lot of people off guard on how quick you explode on them you know yeah um, I think that's that's nuts. Um, yo, so what is ideally because even when we're looking online, I'm looking at stuff I can't because I was trying to get that brother. I'm trying to do my due diligence. I try to get my research in. Uh, how is your you know you're developing your transition to MMA? I know you have your wrestling background. I know you were in the military, and I know you're a family man. You know, so you have all of these things. You know, who make you know make up tea. How did that all those different attributes start going towards MMA? Uh, they they all played a very crucial part. I think obviously the wrestling was just the you know the first step. It was easy transition, mm-hmm. changing sports just because all we did was go from a you know bent over stance. Now we're standing straight up. I can throw punches, so that was the most natural thing. Uh, but there's a lot of small things involved in MMA um, from a mental standpoint, right. uh, from a conditioning standpoint that just didn't come naturally, and you know we had to acquire over the years. Uh, the military gave us like a whole different sense of like mental toughness and fortitude and things that like, you're not sure that your body or your mind can handle or tolerate and then you kind of develop that confidence to things that you can you know get through right. um, with different forms of training because it's just different than like a lot of things in wrestling are hard and the cutting weight and the mental aspect but in the military where it's like real real life or death yeah. uh, fight flight type of deals uh, a lot of high stress situations all the time where you're just under constant stress the entire time and once yeah. you get accustomed just being stressed and finding out how to succeed and function under that high stress when it comes to a time where you're confident in a situation or you're not as stressed everything seems a lot easier like you know going out into a fight under some bright lights you know doesn't seem terrible especially if you've done it for a while and then especially when at the end of the day you still are probably going to go home to your family you're not especially if nobody's shooting at you yeah. nobody's shooting at you like, <laughs> there's no random bombs like in the ground like it's not terrible like you got a, a regular human being standing in front of you with you know two arms two legs usually and you're just gonna fist fight for a couple minutes <laughs> and that's gonna be your night like that doesn't seem that bad in the big scheme of like no <laughs> nah, no nah, yeah in the grand scheme of things you're like eh. I'm going home tonight. Whatever. Yeah, like I can cool. figure this out. I get paid. <laughs> You're right. Oh, dude. Um, you know what's funny, man? Talking about the military, there are a lot of guys, and you're noticing more and more individuals in you know in MMA not just UFC itself in MMA that are in the military or have have some part to do with the military, but. It only seems like they give love to like Tim Kennedy, right? Like mm-hmm. he gets all the love and everything. Why do you yeah. think that is, man? There's, I mean, you got Neil Magny, you have other dudes, you know, uh, yeah. what's it called? Gilbert Smith was even in, you know, yourself. Like they don't talk about yeah. that at all. But oh, Tim That's Kennedy, what, you know, he's out there chasing Hitler and all kind of other stuff. You know, we yeah. gotta get him. <laughs> That's what Tim is. Tim is like the super soul. He's the face of like military MMA. Like a lot of us are, you know, we serve. Um, depending on what your MOS is or what like your field is, uh-huh. like you, you're, you're contributing. But like you know, Tim was infantry. You know, he's special forces. He was ranger. Right. Like he was, he was really out there, like killing the bad bad guys. Like a lot of us do something and we deploy and you know, we do our part. But yeah, he's like the the Captain America of you know that kind of realm. So that's why he gets like you know the more attention. So what you're pressure. saying is I need to go ahead and go back and delete that one part that I just said about Tim. I don't got to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, Tim, Tim might combine you. Know? You know, <laughs> hey, only story, I remember a story I heard recently with dude, and he was like, uh, it was um, 
ISIS was looking for him and he put his uh, his address out there like here this is my address come whenever um, you need to <laughs> and it's like it's with those people those kind of people it's not like yeah like Tim's a badass you gotta worry about Tim but 100%. all Tim's friends are also on that level like he probably knows hundreds of other spec op soldiers right. rangers Green Berets that also are about that life. Like, that's not somebody you want to have problems with. Like, you know, guns and stuff are cool. And you got, but like, highly trained, large groups of people who all they want to do is learn how to kill you and not die. That's not a group you want to kind of mess with. So it's, it's cool, man. I'm I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> stick on this end. Just talk dealing with fighters, man. I, <laughs> it's like that's what I can understand. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, do you think that the well, you know, and more important, man, I, I do want to ask you about this. You, people have really started knowing you and your process, especially after the Dana White Contender Series, Tuesday Night Contender Series this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel after, well, first of all, man, how was that experience, man? Because it looks crazy, you know what I'm saying? I've talked to a couple dudes who've been on the show, like Juan Adams and a couple other people. Like, how was that experience for you? Yeah, it was actually pretty casual for me, just because I've, <laughs> And I've, I've competed in like big arenas, you know, I fought yeah. for Bellator before that, mm-hmm. uh, RFA, LFA. I, I've been in big arenas before. So um, compared to, you know, the UFC house, which is mm-hmm. a pretty small like gym with a cage in it. Yeah, that was kind of boring. it just seemed like practice. Like there was no walkout lights, no smoke, no camera, no thousands of people. It was just like a small little gathering. Hey, it almost seems like a smoker. Yeah, it's kind of like what it felt like. It was yeah. like quick little smoker, except for there's like a big contract on the line. And then you know, in my mind, I don't, I don't really get you know too up or down about anything because I'm like either I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out here and you know show out and get this contract, or I'm not. And then you know maybe we we'll get a chance later on. But like either way, I'm just gonna you know do my thing and have fun with it. And if it goes well, it goes well. So it was kind of kind of laid back for me. Oh man, you say you you took the steam out of that question. That's all right, man. It's. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I can do it again. I can go back and, and, and say some crazy stuff. No, hell no, dude. I love it, man. <laughs> because you know what, man? It actually gives a real, like, and especially for somebody like yourself. I mean, you're like, man, man in the grand scheme of things, I'm just competing. You've been a yeah. wrestler your whole life. You're like, yo, dude, this is what I'm doing, man. Um, you have a fight coming up. Uh, shoot, next week. Um, yep. Man. I said, how has, I said, being that this is your first UFC fight, and again, I kind of already have a feeling what you're going to (laughs) say, but man, you know, getting ready for it, you know, now the preparation of actually being a UFC fighter in the the biggest stage out there, uh, especially wedged directly in between possibly the two biggest cards of the year, so people are paying attention. Um, I can say, how has that been for you? Uh, It's actually been a relief compared to you know my career up until now just because okay. it was so hard to get fights um and you know kind of trying, trying to be ready for short notice fights or if we got an opportunity it was usually like last minute so we we're kind of just like constantly in camp just so we were ready without actually you know knowing if it's going to pay off knowing mm-hmm. you know having that that stability and security um so this has actually been cake because now i I know I have a fight, um, you know, I got, and I got my contract. I can just dedicate all my time to training and getting ready. So where before I got to you know, juggle like a full-time job, I got to juggle family stuff. Yeah. Uh, this more like, like I appreciate this more. Like this is the life. Like people complain about, I don't know, stress and how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. I just wake up, sleep in. I'll go train twice a day. I'll nap. Like I'll eat. Like that's all I got to worry about. And yeah. then you show up on fight day. Um, 
so I've been loving it. We got the the interviews. I love talking to you guys. I love. I like the cameras. I like all the you know doing the highlight reels and stuff. That's so what's up, man. Um, how do you feel, man? Your uh... And that's great, man. That's like I said, such a you have such a chill demeanor, man. I think this is like set up perfect. Like this type of lifestyle is like this Ronin <laughs> lifestyle is like perfect for you, man. Yeah. Um, do you see like, for instance, so I mean, like I said, we talked about earlier, you're a family man. Yeah. Like I said, uh, you know, you have your lady, you got you, you know, your your your, your kid. Um, how does that in particular, um, does that give you something? Because it seems like I said, you've gone all in. You, you've gone yeah. all in on MMA. You're like, I don't have anything else. This is what I focus on now. Mm-hmm. Um, how has the family ha- benefited with that? And not only has family benefited with that, because you hear a lot of fighters also talking all the time about, you know, ah, I don't want kids or anything right now because mm-hmm. it distracts or takes away. How does it enhance for you? Um, well, I love, well, I'm divorced. So I don't have a lady, but me and my son, like, uh, I think it, it adds a whole new perspective in a couple different ways. One, it, like I said, nothing ever gets you too down because yes, at sir. the end of the day, like you come home to your kid, you come up to your kids. It, it kind of just, it, it, it gives you that perspective in the same way that right. war gives you the perspective of you know, things could be scarier when, you know, if you lose or like you have a bad practice, like you still come home, play with your kids. Like you get to see them. That kind of is a, a nice consolation prize to if things don't go well on fight day or, you know, at practice. Right. Um, and then it also gives you that, like I always believed in uh, like that dad strength. <laughs> like when you when you hit that age and you have kids, yeah. it's probably something biologically that happens. I know there's like a few chemicals, but it's just different when you know you know you're trying to be an influence or a role model. Um, and then you know, think one day your kids are gonna see this stuff. Like you wanna you want your kids to know that like you know you handled it. Like you didn't get beat up by somebody else's dad. Like that's what that's good that's point. Like kids do. Like, my dad could beat your dad, but like yeah. The UFC fighters, so yeah, not. straight up. You can pull, you can pull, you can pull your kid, can pull your phone out and be like, "Can your dad do this?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and then you know, at the end of the day, like this is your your job, your income. So this is to feed your family. So above, you know, doing it for yourself and just wanting to succeed on a personal level, like you're also trying to you know feed your kids and set up a nice life for them. So that's that that extra motivation when you kind of you know are too tired to kind of do it for yourself or to you know, do those extra miles and push those limits. You know, you got to think back. Like, okay, this could be setting up, this could pay for, this one fight could pay for, you know, college tuition, this could set him up so he can, you know, not have to work all the time or he can have some nicer things in life. So, right. um, it gives you that selfless kind of point of view as well. That's what's up, man. Um, hey, again, thank you so much for your time, man, being on the pod t- uh, podcast today. Um, I'm going to get you out of here really quick um, with the, with a couple questions real quick. But uh, what is something about you? Again, we, we see the fighter. You see the fighter, we see like the things, the small things on, you know, IG and stuff like that, man. Tell me something about you that most people won't know, man. Uh, I'm kind of a, like a nerd, <laughs> not, <laughs> not like a, like a nerd, like a super nerd, but like if people see like the fighting and the fitness and the military, they just assume like you're, like you're probably just like meathead, high strung. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they, they look at, they look at all, yeah, it has to be, it gotta be in this box. Yeah. That's what every, like everybody I meet is like, I thought you were going to be different. Like you seem like you'd probably be a jerk. I, I post some like, not confrontational things, but I like to like poke fun and <laughs> trash talks. So people are like, you seem like, like you're an asshole. And I'm just like, no, I'm actually like, I'm kind of smart and like, I'm not, I just like to mess around and I like, you know, video games and nerdy stuff. Yeah. I like researching, but I just also like to punch people in the face. <laughs> you know what, man? That's a good, I'm glad you said that because I've actually been, it, it irritates me because 
we athletes in general especially combat sports athletes get painted with one brush why do you think it is that you know there's so many guys like yourself guys who are educated guys who are doing those type of things why is it that people they, they don't advertise that more because for me i think that's a super dope thing to actually show people uh well one i think the average person has a hard time wrapping their head around the idea that you can be both this savage, brutal, blood sport warrior and also be like a regular person. Like to them, like fighting, like if you think just in society, fighting is such like a, like a, oh, scary thing. Right, like right. people are pushing and shoving. Like, so the fact that you can like lock yourself in a cage from an objective point of view Absolutely. and like fight another man for like sport. <laughs> for cash. Like, have to be crazy, like raging animals. Like, there's no yep. way you can be a regular person and also do that. So that's why I think they just automatically assume that like, oh, that's probably, you have to be that way in order to do that. It's right. Like, well, no. We're just that's the culture we, you know, came up in and we're we've acclimated to fighting, but that's not the like only defining factor. We just enjoy this, just like other people enjoy boating or yeah. collecting poke cards. I don't know. Just <laughs> like you enjoy your rec basketball league, we enjoy beating people up. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and we're probably better sportsmen about it than you guys are. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we get to fight. You guys think you want to fight. You guys get mad about fouls and want to push and shove and talk, but you guys won't fight. If you fight, then it'll just you can't be mad anymore. Like we got to fight. Like right. we fought, it's done. Whatever you wanted to do, you had the chance to. So Yo, everybody's cool now. When you know how to scrap, it gives you that a different level of zen than I think people understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, it's, man? It- <laughs> But uh, yo, T, again, brother, I'm going to get you out. Of here. I know you've been busy. I know you got training to get back to, man. But thank you so much for your time today, bro. I hope you could do this again, you know, at some point. Um, yeah. uh, real quick before you get out of here, anything you want to say? Where can, uh, you know, the listeners find you? You know, uh, anything you want to uh, let them know? Uh, all the social media is uh, Tango underscore MMA. So if you do like to see some funny posts and me, you know, trash talk some people or just have some fun. I got some good stuff up there. And Jace is up there. He's adorable. So if you like cute kids, That's he's all is. social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, AT, man, thank you so much again, brother. Um, good luck uh, next Saturday. I'll be watching. And uh, again, we'll talk soon, bro. All right, bro. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. You take care, man. You too. Thanks. Yes, sir. Peace out. Boom! <laughs> Yo, we're back at the Fight Podcast. Um, that was my conversation with T Edwards, and like we talked about in the uh, conversation, T is actually competing this, or should I say, next Saturday, October twenty seventh, in Canada at the Avner Center. Um, it is UFC fight night. So it's going to be in Canada. He is actually the featured event on the uh, fight pass prelims. If you guys get an opportunity, you absolutely need to check that out. So, um, man, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, T's an awesome dude. And I'm glad I was able to go ahead and get him on the show. But with all of that being said. Yo, man, that's pretty much the show that we have for today. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed episode 40 of the Fight Podcast. I will be back 
Later on this week, we have prospect alerts, and I also have a couple other surprises up my sleeve for you guys. So keep your eyes open for that. This is Serge Vicente. And again, thank you for joining me on episode 40 of the Fight Podcast. The Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off of your first three months. Remember to follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show by checking me out on the website, thefightpodcast.com. Purchase merch today. Thank you guys again for joining me on the Fight Podcast. I will see you next time right here on the Fight Podcast. Peace out.